Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your morning? How was your morning? How's everything doing? Before I continue, I want to say my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, once again, Welcome to Talk With Drew. Today I am coming to you guys with um, episode 87, and my topic today is three signs that you are a lover of money. We're going to talk about money today. We're going to go into talk about money today, you know. Three signs three sign that you are a lover of money. A lover of money. You know, before I continue, once again, I want to say thank you guys for, you know, you know, I'm always going to thank you guys, you know, thank you guys for for sharing my video, uh, for following me. Thank you guys for, you know, like subscribing to my YouTube channel. Thank you guys for the like. You know, I really appreciate it. I know a lot of people, you know, like a lot of my videos, I don't see no comment. You know, people send me message on WhatsApp more than leaving a comment into my videos. People send me message on Messenger more than leaving comment in my videos. So I'm asking you guys the same way you guys sending me message on my WhatsApp and my Messenger, um, Facebook Messenger. You know, I will really appreciate it if you guys start um, you know, leaving me comment, you know, that will help my channel to grow. That will, that will really help me. So, yeah. So three signs that you are a lover of money. First, before I continue, I'm not saying that, you know, like money is like an evil, you know, like they say, money is the root of all evil. There's a reason why they say that, but money is something that we need on this earth. For me and you to actually leave. But there's a lot of people that actually love money so much, they would do anything about it. I remember I had a conversation like that before. You know, I don't remember which episode, but I did talk about, you know, money before. But I think I, uh, I talk about it like a different way. But but I just want to talk about it again. Because I, this morning when I was praying, I was talking to God, asking God, what do you want me to talk about today? You know, that's what popped up my mind, you know, lover of money. So money is one of our top worries. 
you know, um, often second to health and safety. Money divides family. Break up marriage. You see? And turn a friend against another friend. Money able to turn a wife against a husband. A husband against a wife. A friend against another friend. Money able to to raise a pastor against his member, his church members. Money able to, to turn a church member against a pastor. Money able to, to turn a pastor against his leaders, you know, his board members, church board members. So money able to destroy a lot of different things. How we handle our money say more about our number one thing, the number one thing that you focus on, than any word words we could ever speak. So the way you handle money will show what kind of person you are. The way you handle money will tell somebody else what's really important in your life. The way you handle money. Speak for yourself. Like they say, actions speak louder than word. So the way you handle your money will show to somebody else if you really love God, if you don't love God. So money can do a lot of things. Money turn a lot of people against God. Money turn to Satan. Uh, Money make people turn to Satan instead of turning to God. That's one of the reasons why they say money is the root of all evil. Money is just a paper. I don't understand why people take money over God. I don't understand why people will kill somebody for a piece of paper. Yeah, we need it. We need the money. So we can survive. But money should not be the number one thing in your life. So the way you handle your money will tell a lot about you more than any word we could ever speak. You know? There's actually a survey from American Association actually show money as a, as a source of stress in the life of America. Years after years. So money is a source of stress in a lot of American lives, years after years. If we take the time to actually think about those stuff, you don't really need me to actually stand up here to tell you, you know, why money, why they say money is a source, um, you know, is a source of all evil. You don't want me to stay here to say uh, to actually tell you the three different signs of of you being like a lover of money. If you just take the time to think about everything that you see happening, every not just like in America, but everything that you see happening around the world, if you take the time to actually, you know, if you take the time to actually think about those stuff, 
you're going to see why. People so in love with money started from the government. What do they do? Now our gas is going up and up and up. The highest gas, um, I think it's in California. Maybe California might be like, what? Well, Some place in California, gas is like $7. $6, $7. Some places like $4.69, $5. So it's because of money. They want the money. They put in everything high. Rent is going sky high. For the people that got blessed, you know, like, you know, a $3,000 a month rent may not be a lot to you. You know, a $5,000 rent uh, mortgage may not be a lot to you because God bless you so much. But there's a lot of people, 5000 is a lot of money to, to just pay for a house. Some people, even $800 is too much money to pay for a house. You know? But everything is going sky high. Even the food are going high. The clothes that we're wearing are going very, you know, getting very expensive. Food getting very expensive. So everybody is, you know, you know, like the government are making those stuff so high because they love money so much. And then us, that's not able to, to handle the situation, we become stressed. So that's one of the reasons why money is the source of stress in the life of American years after years. You know, the stress is not limited to lower income household. Even those with $1 million or more net wrote worry about their finest future. You see, even people that's like a millionaire, they worry about their finest. Because a millionaire want to be a billionaire. A billionaire want to be a trillionaire. A trillionaire want to be a, I, I don't know what the next one, like gazillionaire or something like that. So it's like they are still worried. A rich person worries so much that he might lose all his money one day. A rich person worries so much the wife that he actually, the lady that he got married with, might, might divorce him one day and take half of his you know, wealth. Or, or it could be like a lady, the man that she married with and divorce her and take half of her wealth. Or Somebody might get pregnant. He might he might end up getting a female pregnant, and then she sue him. Now he's paying like forty two thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars a month on child support. So, money is the is is a source of stress in the United States. Yes, God want us to have money. God know we need that piece of paper for us to pay our bills. God know that we need that piece of paper to pay our rent, to pay our phone bill, to pay our insurance, to pay our light bill, to even help people that he want us to help. God know that we need that piece of paper to, to, to support his church. Because God want us to help our brothers. God wants us to travel around the world. So we need that piece of paper so we can travel around the world. By the grace of God, God bless me. I don't have to pay, uh, you know, like ticket to travel. But there's a lot of people that they need a lot of money for them to be able to travel. 
some people that can travel anywhere in the world not even worry about buying a ticket you know i'm one of those people by the grace of god but god did not say for you to put money the number one thing in your life god never said that he wants you to go sell your soul to the enemy just because you you know so you can have a lot of money the same way you can go to the enemy and ask the enemy for money, the same way you're able to go to God and ask God for money. A lot of you saying like, oh, God takes too long. You know, God takes too long to answer prayer. Okay, me, I prefer to wait patiently for God to bless me for something that I want, then to go to the enemy doing all, all those kind of crazy sacrifice that he asking people to do for him. It might be like for you to kill a brother, for you to sacrifice your brother or to sacrifice your mom or to sacrifice your father or to sacrifice your daughter, your son, whoever, or for you to become a homosexual going around, slipping around with men just for a piece of money. So I prefer to just wait on God. You know, I prefer to just wait on God to bless me. You know? But a lot of people these days, they don't think like that. Their only, only excuse is God take too long. If I go to God right now and pray about something, it's going to take forever to answer me. Sometimes God answers your prayer instantly. You just don't see it because you don't believe that your prayer has been answered instantly. Even before you came to God to ask God for something, he already answered your prayer. But you just don't see it because you're not thinking like that, that way. A lot of you, even before you, even before you approach God, you already put in your mind, God going to take too long to answer me. I already know God going to take 10, 20 years to answer that prayer, but I'm just going to go. You see, you're already putting yourself in a way like, like you doubting that God, you know, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, like you doubting like God not going to answer your prayer right away. So because you already put that in the back of your mind, you just don't see it happen. But the thing already happened. A lot of you, like there's a lot of things that you're asking God, you already have it right there. Like I say, because of the mindset that we have that God takes too long to answer prayer, you don't see that you have the thing that you asked God already. So God never saved for us to do crazy things for money. You know, today you guys may not see me jumping, you know, like into, you know, like verse, you know, like, you know, like a whole lot today. You know, there's a few verse I'm going to say, but I'm not going to, you know, I say too much verse today. You know, I'm just talking about the thing that God put in my spirit for me to talk to you guys about. So other country rising up against another country because they want to take control of a, of a oil. They want to be in control on that oil because that oil is bringing a lot of money. They're able to make a whole lot of money if they're able to control that oil field in your country. So they are fighting to take over. 
there's a lot of oil like in Africa right now. A lot of other countries are fighting for it. A lot of countries are taking over when Africa is supposed to be the one controlling their own oil, but other countries fighting for it. It's because they know oil bring a lot of money. Gas bring a lot of money. Especially right now that the gas are going very high in all over the world, you know, like you know, like in this planet. Anybody that own an oil, um, you know, like a gas station right now is making millions and millions, you know, and million dollars. So everybody is greedy. You know, everybody is greedy. I know my title say, you know, three sign of you being, you know, a lover of lover of money. My screen just closed. But I haven't even jumped into them yet, but I'm just talking. So money is the source of stress in people's life in America. Even those with millions of dollars worry about their finest features. You know, they worry about the future. You see, money has been exist for generations. Remember the rich man, you know, like that, you know, like in Matthew uh, chapter 19, verse uh, 16 to 20. And then remember the other rich man when Jesus was walking around, the rich man say, What? You know, you know, you know, what do I need to do for me to follow you? You know, I want to follow you. What do I need to do? And then God say, sell everything that you own and give it to the poor and then come follow me. So that person choose not to follow God because he do not want to give away everything that he owns. Maybe he actually worked hard for it for him to have everything. A lot of people, they don't work for their you know, wealth. It's their father that actually died and left all those millions for them. That's one of the reasons why most of them, they spend that money so quick because they didn't work hard for it. But when you know that you work hard for your money, you, you will not want to give it away if God tell you to give it away. And then follow me. You know, like Luke 15, 11, 16, you know, or long before then, you know, and then uh, Genesis 13, you know, like, you know, like they talk about those stuff. So is money your master? That's another thing. Jesus warned that serving money means we are not serving him. In other words, money cannot be our top, you know, like, you know, our number one thing in our life. So even Jesus said that. Jesus said, Serving money means you are not serving him as your Lord and Savior. Even people that are accepting Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior, they put money as the number one thing in their life. No one can serve two masters. 
either he's you know he he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other you cannot serve god in money that's matthew uh, uh, 6 verse 24 so you cannot serve two masters either you hate one master and then you love the other either you obey one master and then you disobey one but you cannot serve God and then serve money at the same time. You cannot tell me that you are a child of God, that you are a true man of God and woman of God, and then the number one thing that you put in your life is money. You cannot tell me that you are a pastor, God called you to be a pastor, to open a church, and then you only focus on money in the church. You turn the church, you turn God's house into a business. All you talk about is you're going to prosper. This day, all the most of the message that you hearing in church is about prosperity. I'm not saying that being prosperous is a bad thing, but they put that as the number one topic, as the number one message. They don't really talk about the true gospel no more. They don't really talk about Jesus Christ is God. They don't really talk about you need to stop sinning. You know, you know, like you know, um, you know, like homosexual is a sin, idolatry is a sin. Fornication is a sin. They don't talk about those stuff because they know there's a lot of people in their church that's homosexual, a lot of people in their church that's fornicating, a lot of people in their church, they married, they have a lot of girlfriend, they have a lot of boyfriend, a lot of people in their church, they are sinning every day. And But those people are bringing a lot of money to the church, so they make sure they don't talk about those stuff because they know if they do, those people are going to leave. So they put their so they put money the number one thing in their life the number one thing in the church they don't put God. So that mean like they are serving two masters. They think they are serving God, but they not. But if we think about it, they are serving two masters. But God don't even know them. That is one of many reasons. At the end time in the judgment day, a lot of them gonna say, "I did miracle in your name." I, you know, I rise out the dead in your name. I did that. I did this in your name. And Jesus is going to say, get away from me. I never knew you. That's one of the reasons why not everybody that say I'm a man of God, I'm a pastor for you to jump and follow. They will deceive you. They are a servant of Satan. They are a deceiver because they have Satan controlling them. Satan is a deceiver. That is his number one. You know, that is his number one skills. He is a deceiver. If Satan was able to deceive those angels in heaven to make them follow him, can you imagine me and you? Can you imagine me and you? How easy it is for the enemy to deceive us if we don't have the Holy Spirit living in us? If we don't meditate in the word of God every day, if we don't pray every day, if we don't ask God to take control of our life every day, do you know how easy it is? Do you see how easy it is for the enemy to deceive me and you? You know? Where two masters go together, one one servant may follow them both. But when they apart, you will see to which he belongs. He cannot love and 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 observe and you know like um you know you know you know and have both as he should. Like 
Like if two masters are going somewhere together, the servant can, you know, able to follow because like the two masters are together. They are going somewhere together. But when those two masters separate, that's when you're going to find out which master that servant belonged to because that servant cannot follow both of them when they depart. You know? A master is the one we trust to lead us and bring others to our life. He is the one with control and is the one to be, you know, to be obeyed. Even as Christians, we can find ourselves drawn to serve the master of money, but God's word is clear. You cannot serve two masters. You have to choose. So the one that actually put money into their life, the one that calling themselves a man of God or woman of God, the one that calling themselves a Christian, the one that calling themselves a pastor, you need to make a decision because there's, there's a lot of you out there. You need to make a decision. Are you going to keep continue serving money or are you going to make a decision to serve God? Are you going to make a decision to follow Jesus Christ? Are you going to start living as the example that Christ left for us when he was on earth? Or are you going to continue deceiving people, making people think that you were a man of God, that you were a true pastor, that you were powerful, when you know that you are not? God himself don't even know you. Keep your life free from love of money. And be content with what you have. I mean, I'd be happy with what you have. For he has said, I will, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Hebrews 13, verse 5. So be happy with what you have. If God only gives you a you know, like you know, uh, you know, like a job that pays you $12 or $13, and then you're able to pay your bills on time. A lot of you. You're stressing a lot because you are because you're not rich. A lot of you you're stressing because you don't have a lot of money. But if you think about it, that little money that you have, that job that you have, the low class life that you have, you able to pay your bill every month. You never have problem paying your bills. You are able to feed yourself. You are able to take on you know go on vacation. A lot of you go to more vacation. Uh, go to more vacation. Why can I say that? Go to more vacation than rich people. <clears throat> Sorry. You want to be rich, but you do not know. The moment you become rich, you become so busy, you may not have the time to even travel the way you used to when you was a low-class person. You guys think like being rich is easy. Sometimes when you become rich, you don't even have time for friend no more. Friend are calling you, blowing up your phone, but you don't even really have time because you got so much that you got to do. Especially when you was like a low class person, you had a lot of business that you wanted to open. There's a lot of things that you wanted to do, but you didn't have enough money. And then God opened a door for you. You become a millionaire. The moment you become a millionaire, 
You become so busy because you're trying to open those business that you always wanted to open. You try to open organization to help people the way you always wanted to, you know, the way you always wanted to do. You start traveling like in, you know, in different country, country that you always wanted to go to help people because you know there's a lot of homeless people, there's a lot of people suffering in those countries. So you start traveling, and then friends get blown up your phone. You don't have time to meet up with them. Sometimes those friends, you you know, like you know, like you know, you have to cut them off. Because those friends gonna use you. A lot of you, when you didn't have money, those friends wasn't around. But the moment that God bless you, everybody wanna be around. Everybody remember you now. But they forget everything that they used to do to you when you when you didn't have money. So it's okay to have money, but the thing is, you're not supposed to put money the number one thing in your life. So now I'm gonna jump to the three things. Now I'm going to finally jump into the title. Three signs that you are a lover of money. From the scripture, we found some comment team that... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Describe lover on loves of money. You know, the number one, love of money are just the thing of men. <clears throat> and Luke, the Philippines are described as lover of money who hold a high regard the thing that are important to others. You know, like in the Bible, the people that used to be, um, let's say the one that killed God, the one that killed Jesus, they actually was, you know, like they take them as an example of love of money. The Philippines who were love on love of money heard all this thing and they, and they, ridiculed him. He said to them, you are, you are those who justify yourself before men, but God knows your heart. For what is among men is, is, is an abomination in the sight of God. So the thing that you, um, the thing that correct into your eyes is an abomination in the sight of God. Luke uh, 16, uh, verse 14 to 15. So the thing that me and you might take as a good thing is an abomination into God's sight. 
So putting money as the number one thing in your life is an abomination into God's sight because God's supposed to be the number one thing that you put in your life. The first. God not supposed to be the last. God's supposed to be the first. So Luke chapter 16, verse 14 to 15. So you can read that. You know? So money. Money, I'm going to say that money is the root of all evil. I'm going to say it again. Money destroy families, destroy marriage, destroy relationship. Money makes somebody sacrifice their mother, father, brothers and sister, uncle, auntie, friend, whoever you are, they will sacrifice you because they want money. Model example of the thing that all exists amongst men included, you know, thing that come with a positive or leadership, the ability to buy rich clothing, a nice clothing and eat of, you know, at fine restaurant. Uh, accident education of family, you know, you know, family, degree, family, you know, like people that, people that are trying to pleasure their family so much. You know, like within their family, the you know, like you have to be like, some family, if their kid is not a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, like a very high class or in, in the government, they will kick you out their family. You were not part of the family because the family is a very high class. The family have money. The family have to have the finest thing on earth. So those are lovers of money. You know, they have to have the highest education. They have to have the finest car. You know, they have to have the finest woman. They have to have the finest clothes. So for them to have all those stuff, they have to have money. So they become greedy. So money becomes the number one thing in their life because that's the only way for them to have that kind of lifestyle. Or having the resource to go on vacation whenever they please. Stay in a nice hotel and buy theme park tickets. Of course, it is not sinful to have quality clothes. I'm not saying it is sin. You know, it is a sinful thing to have quality, you know, sin, uh, clothes or visit a theme park. The question is, what do you, you know, you know, like, you know, what do you do? Like, like, how do you take the money? Are you driving by a love of money? Is it important to you that people think highly of you based on what you have? You know, those are the things. It's not like having a fine car, having a, you know, like the finest clothes, the finest, you know, like jewelry, the finest watch, the finest shoes, the finest cars. It doesn't mean that you are sin because God do bless people. 
When God bless you, you have to leave in a high class because he took you from a low class and put you to a higher class. So you have to leave according to the level that God put you. It is okay, but it's the way you take it. It's the way you take it. It's you allowing those things to control you. It's you putting those things as the number one thing into your life. That's the problem. That's where all those problems come from. So when you start doing those stuff, you start sinning. That's when the sin come from. That's when you started disobeying God. Because the blessing that God gave you become the number one thing. Yeah, God knew if he blessed you, you was going to turn like that. But he just do it so you can see your so you can see your weakness. Sometimes there's a lot of things that we ask in God. God, say, you know what? Let me just do it. He already know the thing that's going to be good for you. Just to make you stop asking him, he just do it for you. And then when something bad happened, that's when you find out that thing is not good for you. So now you're asking God to take it away. A lot of people do that. So is it more important to you? Is it important that uh, to you that people think highly of you? A lot of people, they want people to think highly of them. A lot of people, they want people to think highly of their family. When they see their family, they want people to know that their family is the highest family. It's like a very blessing, a lot of wealth, you know, wealthy families. Or do you love God more than money and the high, op, you know, option of others? So if you put God as the number one thing in your life, and then God bless you, and then you still put God as the number one in your life, you are blessed. It is hard to do that. That's one of the reasons why the Bible says it is harder for a rich man to go to heaven than a low-class person, than a poor person. It is very, you know, very, very difficult. God didn't say no rich person going to heaven. So if somebody tell you that if you are rich, you are not going to heaven, they are lying to you. God never said rich people are not going to heaven. He said it is harder for a rich man to go to heaven than a poor person. What do you mean? What what do you think I you know like you know harder? That word it is harder. What do you think? Why do you think God say that? It's because God knows even a poor person go to hell too, able to go to hell. So that's why he said it is harder for a rich man to go to heaven. He did not say poor people cannot go to hell, you know, cannot go to heaven too. So rich person and poor person, all of us can go to hell. All of us can miss heaven. But he said it is harder for a rich person to go to heaven more than a poor person. So number two reason. Lovers of money place their confidence in what they possess. So three things that can show you that you are a lover of money. Second. The number one that I told you is you know, lovers of money are, are you know, like you know, you know, uh, the thing that men have. Number two, lovers of money place their confidence in what they have. Men and women who lived through the Great Depression saw their finance security wipe out. We've 
unimaginable unemployment rate and food shortage. They learned that the company that come with a, uh, a stable paycheck can disappear without notice. You are waiting until you have enough before you can be satisfied. So a lot of people. So when you see that you are like in a level in a, when you see that you are like in a level in your life that you are waiting to have enough to be satisfied, that's a sign of you being a lover of money. <clears throat> Instead of you being happy of the thing that you have right now, you're stressing because you don't have enough. Instead of you being happy for the thing that you have right now, you are getting mad. You are stressing because a friend have more than you. Instead of you being happy of the job that God gives you right now, because God knows that that's what's going to help you serve him. A lot of you, like I said before, the reason why God haven't blessed you Oh, the reason why God chooses not to bless you is because God knows that money is going to make you lose your soul. So instead of him losing you, he decided not to give you millions. At the same time, there's a lot of people, God knows if he bless them, they're going to serve him. A lot of people are being homeless, cause them not to serve God, so God bless them. When they have money, they start serving God the same way. There's a lot of people, when you have money, cause them not to serve God so God don't give them money. So you go both ways. Once again, the number two, lovers of money place their confidence in what they possess. Men and women who live through the Great Depression saw their finance security wipe out with unimaginable angle. Image, <laughs> I, I just say that word not too long ago. Now, you know, unemployment rate and food short age, they learned that the, the company that come with stable paycheck can disappear without notice. Are you waiting until you have enough before you can be satisfied? So that's the question I have for you. So are you waiting to have enough before you can be satisfied? God's word remind us to place our confidence in God. Who provide our need and not to pen our hope on the, you know, of a job, you know, like, you know, hope of a job, you know. So God want me and you to put our confidence in him. God do not want you to put your confidence of our money. Even if you have the finest house, even if you have trillions of dollars, if you put your confidence in that money, you can lose it anytime. You can lose that money anytime. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be, you know, high. Need to set their hope on the, you know, of the riches they had, but on God, who rich, uh, rich, uh, richly provide us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good and uh, and to be rich in good work, 
to be generous and ready to share. This story, you know, you know, like, you know, to be generous and ready to share. A lot of you, God bless you, is because he wants you to be generous to somebody else. He wants you to share what you have. How can you share and be generous? You know, you go around helping people, or if you want to do it legally, you start a nonprofit organization to help homeless people, to help people in need. You be generous. A lot of you, God bless you, and he's been sending a lot of people your way for you to help. You haven't helped them. Instead of you helping them, you're pushing them away. But that's not the reason why God bless you. <clears throat> they are to do good, to be rich in good work, to be generous and share, and ready to share. You know, this story of treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hope, you know, hold of what which is truly life. 1 Timothy uh, chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. My question for you is, where is your confidence? That's another question. Where is your confidence or where do you put your confidence or, you know, like, you know, you know, like, who do you have confidence on? Do you tell yourself that once you pay off the house or got a promotion or build up your 401k that you feel secure? The number one question, where is your confidence? Ask yourself that question for the one that's listening to me, watching me, the one that's going to watch this video later. Where is your confidence? Second question. Do you tell yourself that once you pay off the house or got, or got in a promotion or build up your 401k, that you will feel secure? That's when you will feel secure? Or do you trust God more than wealth to give you a good foundation for the future? That's another question. Do you trust God more than wealth to give you a good foundation for the future? Because God is the only one that can give you a good foundation for your future. It's not money. A lot of you think that having money is what going to give you a good foundation for the future. Having money is what going to make your future secure. Having money is what going to make you have a beautiful life in the future, but no. Because you can have the money today and then you lose it the same day. You can have the money today, then you lose the money tomorrow. You can have the money today, then you, you lose your life. Somebody blow your head or, you know, you know, rob you and then kill you. You can't have the money today, then your suffering got worse. So God is the only one that can give you a secure foundation, a good foundation for the future. Number three reason, the last reason that I have, the last, the third sign I can show you, let you know that you are a lover of money. Lovers of money never have enough. 
Lovers of money never have enough. Just like I said earlier, a rich person want to be a millionaire, want to be a billionaire. A billionaire want to be a trillionaire. A trillionaire want to be, I don't know what the next one, a zillionaire. You know, I, I don't know. Zillionaire? Yeah, trillionaire, zillionaire. And a zillionaire want to be a gazillionaire. And going up and up and up. Lovers of money never have enough. A lot of people, they are rich and they are still doing crazy things to have more money. A lot of people, God might bless them right now. Let's say God give them like a hundred million dollars. And then the devil will come to them saying, you know what? I'm going to give you two hundred million dollars. But you have to give me your soul. They will sell that soul because they want to have an extra two hundred million dollars. Adding to the one million, one hundred million dollars that God gave them. So they can have three hundred million dollars. But after you do that. Your life not going to be the same because you stole your soul for the money. <clears throat> you know, you are doing crazy things for that money. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money. Need he who love wealth with his income, this also is vanity. So he who love money will not be satisfied with money. It is true. You love money, you have money, but you're not satisfied with the money that you have because you want to have more. So free, no, flee from the love of money. Flee from the love of money. Run away from the love of money because it is not good. The love of money is, a, you know, is one of many things that can cause you to miss heaven. Love of money gonna make you not even want to serve God. Love of money gonna make God be mad at you because you put money before Him. The Bible says God is a jealous God. God do not have the same jealousy that we have. His jealousy is few. You know? We need to be careful, guys. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, he... The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desire of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desire. But whoever does the will of God, I met, you know, forever. 1 John chapter 2 
verse 15 to 17. Who's controlling this world right now? The Bible says Satan is the prince of the world. So if you are a lover of the world, you are a child of Satan. You are a servant of Satan. You are doing the will of Satan. Because 1 John chapter 2, 15 to 17 say, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Sorry, I'm going to cough. The, um, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desire of the eyes and pride of the world is not from the Father. But he is from the world, like Satan is from Satan. And the world is passing away along with his desire. But whoever does the will of, the, of God, the Father, I mean, forever. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. You know? All those stuff I just say right now, this verse right there, prove to you why I say everything that I say. That verse right there proves to you that it's not good. It doesn't pleasure God when you put money as the number one thing in your life. You would do anything for money. You will kill somebody for money. You will kill your baby for money. You will kill your mother that's carrying you for nine months. A lot of people do it for money. You will kill your father that's been working so hard to take care of you for money. You will kill your brother that, you know, that's been around with you, like playing game with you, you know, being your best friend, helping you. Even fight booty when you was a young boy. People been bullying you. Your brother been fighting for you. And then when you get older, you sacrifice your brother. Because you want to have money. You will sacrifice a girlfriend. You will sacrifice your daughter. You will sacrifice your son. Loving money so much will make you do things that you never imagined you doing. Loving money so much will make you do things that you're going to regret for the rest of your life. And you might even commit suicide. A lot of people commit suicide. Because when you kill someone for money, you're going to be, like, hunting for the rest of your life. Because you're going to be thinking about all those stuff. You're going to see your brother face dying or your mother that you were cutting. Because, like, sometimes the enemy might say, I want you to bring the private of your mother. I want you to bring the, the breast of your mother. I want you to bring the heart of your mother. I want you to bring the lung of your mother. I want you to bring the kidneys of your mother for the sacrifice. And then for you to see yourself caught in your mother often to actually get those parts. I don't know how people will live with that. Even if the person is not your mother, but you killing a human being, you caught in them, taking the part that the enemy asked you to bring to him. So you so he can give you the money. 
And then some of you don't even live long. Some of you, after the he give you the money, the devil know you, he's gonna kill you like in five years. If God don't, you know, don't step up for you, he's gonna kill you in five years. I I I heard story of people that kill, you know, like this black guy, he used to be one of the the best blue guitar player in 19 something. He sold his soul to the enemy, and then he died in a very eight. Uh, how old did he die? I think he died like in twenty something. He died after like two years of become the best, you know, you know, a jazz player. He didn't even enjoy the life. He said he sold to the enemy so he can have a good life. But he didn't even enjoy it. That's what the enemy do. He would not let you enjoy it the way you want. Even if you leave a very long time, you would not enjoy it because, because this thing that the enemy will do to you, you're going to be miserable. That's why a lot of rich people are killing themselves. Yes, they have the money, but they end up coming suicide. They end up killing themselves because they are not happy. So having money. Loving money will not satisfy you. You will only be drier and drier. You will only be greedier and greedier. More money make you become more greedy than you are right now. After that, thank you for watching me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for the one that's going to watch this video later on. Maybe after a month, three months, I don't know, whenever you're going to watch this video, because most of my videos get more views, you know, after a couple of days. You know, I'm still asking you guys to help me grow this channel, and I know God will bless you all. Thank you so much once again, and I will see you guys on Friday. May God bless you. Don't forget. Don't put money as the number one thing in your life. Don't allow yourself to become lover of money because lover of money will push you away from God. After that, have a wonderful day. God bless. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel Talk With You if you have not done so if you did we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com.